Throughout the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, we continue to see our small businesses struggling. On our third episode of Fresh Takes, we are going to cover and discuss some of the difficulties our local businesses, both within our districts and across the state, have been facing over the last year. Today we will look at some of the plans proposed and what can be done to assist small businesses in our economic recovery here in Pennsylvania. I am Tim Twardzik, State Representative of the 123rd Legislative District, covering parts of Schuylkill County. And I'm Joe Kerwin, State Representative of the 125th Legislative District, covering parts of Dauphin and Schuylkill Counties. And this, this is Fresh Takes. Joe, you know we both travel across our districts and back and forth to Harrisburg and shop after shop, business after business. Almost every location I pass, I see a sign, the sign of help wanted, and signs listing jobs available. That's right, Tim. I know all across the 125th district and from stopping and talking to many of the business owners and folks throughout the district, one of the common things I continue to hear from them is that there's not enough help available to fill their employment at their businesses. It's hard to fathom. We have an issue of too many jobs being available and not enough people who want to fill the positions. I stopped in a local pizza shop the other day and the owner actually felt a bit guilty because he said his business has been booming, the takeout's doing great, but COVID started, he had 13 employees, and now he's down to three. He's never worked harder, but again, as an independent businessman, he shows up every day for work and hoping someone else will join him. You know, Tim, it's, it's difficult to believe. A few weeks ago, I stood with our colleagues in the Majority Policy Committee as Leader Benninghoff and Chairman Causer released their Economic Recovery Business Survey report. And in this report, we heard from 921 businesses all across the state about how they were impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic, followed with suggestions on how to begin the recovery process. That survey laid out four specific questions to our businesses. One, what do you want the state legislature to know about challenges facing your business or industry? Two, what type of assistance from the state is most critical and would be the most beneficial to your business? Three, what one change, regulatory, tax, etc., would you like to see make the greatest impact to the future success of your business or industry? And fourth, what other suggestions do you have to kickstart Commonwealth economic recovery? From those four questions, 31% of our respondents indicated that the biggest challenge that their businesses face were the mitigation orders implemented by the Wolf and Fetterman administration. This report makes it abundantly clear that the ever-changing rules from King Wolf have left many Pennsylvanians and their businesses stranded. Not only that, Joe, but 21% of the businesses indicated that financial issues and hardship were their greatest challenge. We have seen the constant need from both business and individuals of some sort of financial assistance. Many found initial grant programs somewhat difficult or impossible to obtain and navigate to process becoming further frustrated with ever-complicated and broken system. Yep, our businesses have sought out help for their employees as well, but have only been attacked or singled out by this governor and his administration for only trying to do the right thing. And a great example of this from my district, and it's actually a sad example, is Villa Chiano, located in Elizabethville, Pennsylvania. The owners there had to make a drastic decision on whether to stay open before the Christmas holiday or close after the governor issued his last-minute notice of the new restrictions throughout the Christmas and New Year's season. They had to make that decision. They had ordered food for the holiday season. Uh, they had retained staff for the holiday season. And if they 
did close, they would have lost all of that product and they would likely have gone out of business. They made the tough decision to stay open and they were singled out and punished by this governor and his administration. It is simple. Our businesses need some sort of relief. They needed relief to help them for the last 15 months since Governor Wolf decided to use the Department of Community and Economic Development to choose winners and losers and shut businesses down, labeling those essential and non-essential. Tim, a few weeks ago we heard from a roundtable of local businesses from both of our districts. Those businesses have suffered and struggled through the back and forth of what businesses may have been deemed essential or non-essential. And then having that decision changed, often arbitrarily, just to watch the governor's failed waiver process only single out businesses even more. Businesses of all sizes have been impacted by the restrictions and orders that were implemented by this administration. It is time to start determining an economic comeback one that protects Pennsylvania families and reforms our government to work for all of us. It's time to stand committed to providing a substantial recovery plan for all Pennsylvanians and listen to the ones who have struggled through it all. 30% of businesses asked for financial assistance as their greatest request. That was showed by businesses who thought the mitigation order was their greatest challenge. We did just that. We passed Senate Bill 109, which established the Hospitality Industry Recovery Program within the Department of Community and Economic Development. It allowed for counties to contract with a certified economic development organization or community development financial institution to award grants to alleviate revenue losses and pay eligible operating expenses. $145 million was awarded to the statewide fund and $4.7 million was brought into our two counties to assist in eligible businesses. Tim, as I often say, I was proud to vote yes on Senate Bill 109, as I'm sure you were, as it brought further relief to not only our businesses, but our schools and the Rental and Utility Assistance Grant Program. Senate Bill 109 ultimately was signed into law and became Act 1 of 2021 after receiving unanimous support and passage from both chambers. Joe, you are right. I was proud to vote in support of that legislation, but it is critical we keep working. In the Economic Recovery Report, businesses listed the mitigation orders as their top issue. There were other issues that weighed heavily, including financial concerns, customer decline, and getting people back to work. We continue to see many employers reflect on their inabilities to find qualified candidates who want to work. There is only an even greater challenge to get people back to work when the federal government continues to offer an increase in unemployment compensation payments. Currently, individuals filing for and receiving unemployment compensation benefits are eligible for an additional $300 weekly supplement until September of 2021. This continues to allow claimants under the governor's orders to not actively seek employment. That could change soon, though. Our colleague, Majority Chairman of the House Labor and Industry Committee, Jim Cox, has proposed legislation, House Bill 406, which would require the Department of Labor and Industry to reinstitute the work search and career link registration requirements for unemployment compensation claimants. We have seen the problems that have happened due to the waiver for work search requirements, and a recent report shows that 23 other states have already begun to reinstate similar requirements. It is imperative that the Department of Labor and Industry make it clear that unemployment compensation benefits are not a sustainable job. They are not endless, and they are not permanent. These are temporary, and it is long past time Pennsylvanians start safely getting back to work. As we seek more solutions, we must continue to listen to our constituents and our local business owners. And they have stated time and time again to let them open up. 
allow them to care for their employees and their customers as they always have. Chairman Causer summed it up, and I would have to agree with him. Get out of the way. The governor needs to get out of the way of businesses and allow them to open back up. And as we heard through our roundtable that we had a few weeks ago, that's what businesses want. They want the governor to stay out of their way, let them do what they know is best, and let them take care of their customers and their employees. We need to continue to work together as the General Assembly for the benefit of all so Pennsylvanians can see us as a legislative body that can provide substantial solutions, not a body that stands in their way as the governor and this administration have done. We have to work together to provide solutions for our constituents and their businesses to jumpstart Pennsylvania's economy again, safely, to get everyone back to work efficiently and to get out of their way. Joe, in our previous episode, we discussed difficulties surrounding the vaccine distribution throughout the Commonwealth. How much of the first three or four months of the vaccine distribution did we see Pennsylvania ranked among the bottom 10 states nationally? Pennsylvania was even ranked as 49th at one point. Now, after months of coordination with the Joint Task Force, with members of each caucus along with the governor and individuals from his administration, Pennsylvania is ranked 17th on a list of states by Becker's Hospital Review. We have seen this drastic change after finally having a little coordination between the legislative branch and the executive branch here in Pennsylvania. While we are finally starting to see this positive change, again, it is after months and months of shortfalls from the Wolf and Fetterman administration. For months, we saw this impossible process to follow. We watched the governor and his secretary of health move our energy workers from his 1B phase down to 1C phase. At the time of this change, there was no determination when we would see those phases begin to receive the vaccination, which only caused more headaches and more confusion. Luckily, as of April 13th, phase two has been open, which allows for all eligible adults who want a vaccine to be able to receive one. But still, the point is drastic changes like this to our energy workers not only was unacceptable, it ultimately restricts and delays our economic recovery because of more poorly made decisions by the Wolf administration. It is simple. We need to continue to support good legislation that jumpstarts our economic recovery. We can get people back to work safely and open up businesses while working on other reforms. We must also work to ensure that all voices are heard. We did support and vote in favor of legislation that will do just that. So right you are, Tim. We have to remind people that they have the ability to make their voices heard on May 18th with the questions that will be on the primary election ballot. These constitutional amendments, if they pass, will seek to restore all Pennsylvanians' voices in this process and will bring the legislature, the co-equal branch of government here in Pennsylvania, back into the conversation as it was meant to be. One individual, no matter if it is the current governor or any future governor, regardless of political party, should be granted and given this much power and unilateral authority. Pennsylvanians need to be aware of every possibility there is to have their voices heard. It is why we overwhelmingly voted yes to give every registered voter the opportunity to voice their opinion on this matter on May 18th. So we ask you to do your research as the governor and his Department of State have politicized the questions in an attempt to confuse the electorate. You can find more information on the ballot questions at pahousegop.com, Voice of the People. While businesses and individuals continue to be burdened and hindered by endless mitigation orders from the Wolf administration, we will continue to search for ways to safely and effectively get Pennsylvania back to work. Now is the opportune time to help one another out. 
Support a local business who may be struggling if you can. We will get through this together as we seek more solutions and provide answers. Just remember, if you're a registered voter of any party affiliation, or none at all, as long as you're registered to vote in Pennsylvania, you can vote on these ballot questions on May 18th. Indeed, Joe, remember on May 18th to make your voices heard. He is Tim Twarzik. He is Joe Kerwin. And, and this, this has been, been Fresh Takes. takes.